and you're listening to HR After Hours. Well, dress me in tights and call me Robin. Hannah Hampton, how the heck are you today? I'm doing great. How are you, Mick? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, it's been a pretty crazy week the last week. We had Halloween, and I know work is really busy for a lot of people. Yeah. What's new and exciting in your world? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, not to give away where Hannah Hampton lives, but it was kind of a crazy Halloween for us because we got a ton of snow. So I uh, really didn't get to see many trick-or-treaters this year just because of the horrible weather. What about you? <laughs> so, as you know, I have sometimes a little, uh, as we spoke in a previous episode, sometimes I have a little Amazon amnesia. And <laughs> I went through a period of time where I kept buying more and more electronics uh, toys and things like that, especially when uh, I would leave my dog for some periods of time at the, while I was at the office and I had cameras set up everywhere in the house. And I have one of those security doorbells that a lot of people have. And so I decided to have a couple of my security cameras set up and then use my ring doorbell because it was extremely cold Halloween where I live as well. And so what I did was I had the house all decked out and then I did a giant bowl of candy that I put up on a stool uh, with some decorations around it. And I had it strategically placed so I could not only see the trick-or-treaters, but I could see the let's call it the par level of candy in the bowl, so to speak. And I sat up in my loft and had Chinese carry out and watched horror films and then interacted with all my trick-or-treaters from my uh, iPad. So <laughs> nice. So as the kids were coming up, um, technology. Yeah, so the kids would come up to the bowl, and and some of them were looking like, oh, is there stuff on that that front step? And I, I'd get on the speaker on the the doorbell and be like, oh yeah, there's plenty of candy up here, kids. Come on and grab some. Let's see your costumes. <laughs> and you know, I didn't think that a hundred percent through. Because I do believe I scared and possibly scarred a couple children uh -uh. that as they walked up, I'm like, happy Halloween. And um, <laughs> I did make a little Princess Leia cry. And oh, so no. I felt bad about that. Um, but so that was, I had fun. Probably will tweak it moving forward. Maybe leave a note that we're going to interact or something. So I... I don't uh, have any toddlers running away screaming from my door front doorstep because when parents see kids screaming from what looks like out your front door, you got You're running a little risk of having the police called. Uh, the one that the costume that I thought was the cutest and I felt bad because I love this costume and I was a little too rambunctious again over the speaker was I love this little I'm going to guess she was three or four years old and she had one of those really authentic uh, Elmo costumes. Oh, and Elmo. let me tell you, you've not really felt like a small human being until you've actually made Elmo cry on Halloween. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I am going to tell you, funny you should bring up Elmo. Uh, that's not the only, um, that's not the only Elmo that's uh, caused some uh, emotions this week. Um, you know, I think that that segues us, segues us quite well into, into I think, what I think is a great HR topic. And 
So I'm going to go ahead and just jump into it. So one of Color my... me curious. I cannot wait to hear how you're going to turn yeah. me frightening a little Elmo into today's topic. So let's hear it. So, okay. So I, I have uh, one of my favorite HR writers. Um, and she goes by Evil HR Lady. I'm sure a lot of our listeners are very familiar with Suzanne Lucas, but she's just known as the Evil HR Lady. I love her blog. I follow her in many places. And she st- shared a story about an employee of a company who shared an Elmo meme on Facebook. And the Elmo meme <laughs> was Elmo sitting on a child's toilet. And it says, boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time. Oh, and, geez, Louise. <laughs> and, you know, one of the things she, she wrote, she's like, is it funny? Sure. Is it crass? Well, sure, uh, that as well. However, um, so this, this individual posted this on Facebook and then gets a text from his boss. It was his day off. It was a Sunday. And it's like, you brought your work into it. And basically, this kid says, well, I think I was just fired for posting an Elmo meme about pooping on company time. And the boss said, you need to do less pooping on company time. So that so hold on. Before we get into the actual meat of the story, because I know there's a lot more than that. Can I just say that anyone that posts a meme of Elmo pooping <laughs> is not really the sharpest tool in the shed as far as I'm concerned. Sure. <laughs> so, you know, it's one of those things now. Here's here's what happened. So it goes viral. Obviously, since we are all here about it, I, I believe that this took place somewhere in Michigan, but it has it went viral and then it turned into a uh, as as the evil HR lady puts it, a mob mob rule takes over. So people were furious that this individual got fired for posting a meme about pooping on company time. And as of the, uh, the article being published, the company now had 263 Google reviews and was at a 1.1 stars <laughs> because people were so furious about this individual getting fired from posting a meme. And I'm not going to lie. I shared it on Facebook as well. And I said, you know, sometimes HR can be, you know, be an interesting world. I said, that's why it's always important to talk to your HR uh, partner, manager, whoever. Talk to HR before terminating anyone so you don't make a, quote unquote, shitty mistake or shitty decision. Uh, Uh I know I had to add a pun there. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I I loved uh, the evil HR ladies article about it because it was Important to call it, yes, uh, so this was not the best uh, decision to fire the individual. However, we should not, and this kind of goes along with our cancel culture, we should not cancel this company because of a decision that one person made. And I do love that she said, and on a side note, pooping on company time is 100% legal. Under the Fair Labor Standards Act, all breaks under 20 minutes must be paid. So even Elmo isn't wrong. So I thought that was fairly funny. However, I think that the story brings up a good point about social media and, uh, you know, how I something as, as, as little as this, this person posting a meme turned into his termination and then this company's reputation being destroyed. So it's I feel like something small, like talk about, an, you know, a mountain or mohill 
molehill turning into a mountain like this turned into a big deal. So Mick, what do you think about what I've shared with you so far? I, I don't even know to where to begin here. It seems to me like every day we are given an example of why you just should never mix work and social media in the first place. As far as your social media account, I think um, obviously a lot of companies have their own social media accounts um, to push their business and, and get their message out there and advertise. But I don't, how many, how many examples are there of people who have either lost their job or, or gotten in so much trouble from things that they have posted. I mean, do people not think before they do this? And then it mixes in our, our recent uh, discussion about the council culture, because I mean, here are the people coming, you know, rushing to the defense of the culprit of the Elmo poop post. So <laughs> it's, I mean, the, the fact that I just said these things out loud is embarrassing to me. Right. Right. Yeah. But it's, it's one of those things. So I, I always tell people be mindful of what you share on, on social media because it stays there forever. However, this is one of those things where I feel like this was so innocuous and, and he shared it not on company time. So I don't feel like there were no policies violated because it's not like he was using social media on company time, which some people prohibit. I mean, depending, you know, always look at your, your company handbook. But it turned, you know, basically what turned into him think, posting something he thought was funny, which, you know, it was a little uh, rhyming ditty for, for those who ha like to share kind of silly memes. So I, I do feel like it's, it's important to know that I, I don't feel like he did anything wrong. And it probably just it really upset his manager thinking, oh, that here's somebody who likes to screw around on company time. But I don't think that that was uh I don't think it should have turned into a termination or I, I would have said, okay, this is not a terminable offense because it's not done on company time. And unless you've got proof that this person is wasting company time, then no conversation needs to be had at this point. So that's where I come from. And then on the second piece of it, I think the worst part is that this is one individual who posted a meme and now an entire company is being punished. And I think about all the other hardworking employees at this company who are being uh, being affected by uh, the the viral nature of of the story? And I think about like I'm very passionate about the company I work for, and I would hate for our reputation to be ruined over one person, one manager making a bad decision on interacting or firing somebody based on a social media post. Yeah, I mean, I have to agree with you in the fact that this seems you know lowbrow. You know, and trust me, for me to say lowbrow means a lot, and Hannah gets that. But for this <laughs> this lowbrow post to get a person fired that was not posted during work hours, mm -hmm. and if it didn't say how I feel about my job at my at this company, I definitely think that the manager that terminated the associate is a hundred percent in the wrong. And uh, while you were telling the story, I pulled a little bit of it up myself. And it looks like, am I, am I under, it, understanding the story right, that the manager just reached out and fired him or, you know, yelled at him via text? Yes. Yeah, so there is a text message, that interaction that went between the two of them. 
And basically the boss said, like responded saying, hey, you know, uh, I, I saw the, your meme that you posted. And he said, we don't make a dollar when you are shitting all the time. Why don't you stay home and do your shit? And I don't like to play your bullshit games. Maybe there's a company out there that will flip your games because I won't. Good luck. That is kind of, you know, I, I, I didn't share it exactly, but that's pretty much what the method message said. So the individual asked if they were fired. And so that is where it all came from. So it is it seemed that this individual is being fired for posting a meme. However, yeah, see, I think that's ridiculous, especially if it if he's not drawing attention to the company he works for. Tell all right, so I'm gonna let you keep going because yeah. there's there's so many different points on this that mm-hmm. so many people are wrong in so many different ways that I feel like I'm back in high school. Yes. Well, I, you know, here's the story went viral and it was pretty much the story went viral at this point where there, the text message was out there and it seemed that this individual had been fired. So obviously it went viral. Everybody's like, Oh my goodness, somebody got fired over an Elmo meme. However, there is more to the story. So I'm going to share with you. I think it's really important that we get to, to hear the rest of it because I think if the story ends with everyone believing or everyone seeing it as, okay, this individual was fired for posting a meme that's so wrong, and it is, um, but this individual actually was not fired. So. <laughs> oh, wait. Just- so the the manager did not actually fire him via this, this tweet or text. text? I mean, text. It was a text. Okay. Mm-hmm. The employee was not fired by the manager. So according to the company, this individual returned to work two days after sharing the meme. He he went back to work because he wasn't entirely sure that he was fired, okay? So he goes to work and isn't quite sure he was fired. So he was not actually fired. But here's the thing. He quit a couple days later, stating, you know, based on this going viral and and the quote from the article that i found said with the bad blood i did not want to work there anymore so basically this individual was not fired for the meme but actually quit because they he did not want to work at the company anymore Uh, (laughs) all right So he, but he eventually left because he said, basically, I'm now in a hostile work environment. Uh, he didn't call it a hostile work environment. He just said with the bad blood, he didn't want to work there anymore. But if you think about it, he destroyed the reputation of this company. And that is exactly what the company's lawyer is saying, that the company uh, attorney said that the owners are receiving death threats at work and at home. And they feel that the backlash on the company is unfair, especially the fact that the individual quit on his on his own. So um, n- the attorney feels that the um, you know that the company has has they and this is the quote um, and I'm not going to name the the company because I'm just I don't want to p- get people involved. But they're saying that the owner and personnel have been subjected to significant monetary damage as well as threats, profanity, and harassment by a phone and email. So. Um, the attorney said, due to the backlash from these false claims, my client's webpage has been removed and the individuals involved have been inundated with calls and emails. So 
Uh, basically, again, what had happened, the, the attorney is saying that this company is has dealt with all this backlash when at the end of the day, this interaction between the two of them, I, I would say it's not company sanctioned. He, you know, the, the individual said that they were fired. They actually were not. And now the for now former employee said that I never meant for people to blow it up like that or spam the company or defame their name. So this individual realized that um, he didn't he didn't mean for it to go that far. And here's the really interesting part that I think. So this employee, he'd only been at the company for two months. So this is not somebody who's a, a, a long term employee. And all of a sudden, um, you know, it turned into somebody trying to be funny and then a manager getting upset, interacting in a way that probably wasn't the most appropriate has now turned into a company. And I don't know, I haven't done a lot of research on the company. I don't know how long they've been in business, but now the company's reputation is completely tarnished due to one individual. This sounds like just a big giant mess to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so many things wrong about this entire incident and faults by many, many people. So here's my take, and I'm going to kind of stop at each point I have here and and ask for your feedback. So first and foremost, um, this kind of directly ties in. So the backlash the company received, you know, let's start with the big picture. Mm -hmm. Company receives this horrible backlash, really one manager's decision to uh, react hastily to a post, right? So the manager really... I, I'm sure he didn't reach out to his HR department and ask approval to contact. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, because yeah. you and I know that, you know, if this happened or something similar happened where, you know, in our businesses, someone would have to consult us on how to handle the employee that did that. It wouldn't just be, you know, our management or our associates or whatever, just go off on an associate for um, what really seems just just a, a, a stupid call, and he posted something that he thought was funny at the time, but it, there's it looks like, and I've been trying to kind of read some of this as you've been making the points, it's not like this guy just hated his job and he was trying to badmouth the company when he made the post, okay? So when he posted the meme, I would say the meme. Yeah, a meme. Mm -hmm. That's the thing too. He didn't create a meme. I think this was a a meme that was circulating for a while. Yeah, I saw it a long time ago. Yeah, you (laughs) see something on someone's wall, or you get one of those meme generator apps, and it pops up, and you save it, and you share it with your friends, right? So this wasn't like this guy guy was you know creative. And he's like, oh, this is brilliant. I'm going to make Elmo poop. This was something <laughs> that he simply saw posted elsewhere and and shared it. So not him making a malicious t- attack on his employer. So definitely the manager overreacted there. Had this individual reached out to HR, uh, you know, I would have said, let it go. <laughs> Just let it right, go. This right, right. So, but obviously this person did not consult HR when he responded to seeing the post. Right. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. And we don't know how the post is brought to his attention. Um, but here's the thing. So first and foremost, bad decision by management to react to this via text. He didn't even ask the guy, hey, 
did you even think about work when you did this? Or what was your, were you trying to make a point? He just saw a meme or someone shared the meme with him and he, he reached out and texted the poster of the meme. Bad idea, mm-hmm. right? There was no, obviously, we're assuming there was no uh, consultation with the HR department before reaching Correct. out to the culprit. So there's, there's problem one. Problem two, I, I don't connect with people uh, on my personal social media accounts, I don't connect with coworkers. Um, I just don't. And typically I'll po- I'll connect later after, you know, with previous coworkers, just like I would previous people I went to school with, but I'm not going to, so, you know, use social media as a platform, as far as communication or sharing things with my coworkers. 100%. Because you've got that censors what you're going to post unless you're an idiot. Um, so, you know, if you post for fun and there's you post anything but completely G-rated generic um, things, you shouldn't be on social media with your coworkers. You're just asking for problems in this day and age. Exactly. Do you agree with me I on that one or am I like, that extreme? Don't, don't connect with people you are currently working with. Past employee or past coworkers, great. Absolutely. But while you're with the company, just be very, very mindful because stuff like this happens. There you go. So there's point two. Bad call there. But how? Mm-hmm. one way or another, it got back to work. So there's another one. Uh, point number three. My goodness, with everything that has happened lately, how would you even post anything with the words work on it on your social media? Because you can go all the way back to 2015 does not doesn't everyone remember the girl that got fired before she even started her job because she posted about going she was going to work at some childcare place and she posted something to the extent of I got to go work with some brats and <laughs> someone saw it so she's posting something publicly or you know that's another thing public post you got to pick who sees your stuff so this girl actually got fired before she even showed up for work Mm -hmm. for posting uh about her job uh and that went viral years ago and then just recently we had uh i think it was brie ramirez was the young lady who posted about uh made a tiktok video uh, about making the uh mac and cheese at panera bread so this is someone that got national national you know coverage and backlash because basically she showed that it's you know it's made and it basically is th- thawing out the mac and cheese because they pre-assemble it in their commissary. So it's not, but it you know average person doesn't know that they see them nuking or boiling a bag of of mac and cheese and they're like, wow, my mac and cheese isn't fresh. So everyone thought that's why she got fired. This person is the opposite of the gentleman who allowed the this thing to grow out of control. She actually defended Panera's decision and said, actually, there was no wrongful termination. Having such long nails and my phone out is a risk to food safety and health regulations. Everything was completely justified. I made a mistake and I've learned from it. This was all over the news, you know, right before this gentleman posted pooping Elmo. So there's there's another thing. If you can't, if you're not learning from other people's mistakes, shame on you. And then the last thing, attacking a company. When you go at a company like, you know, the backlash they received, 
I, you know, and this was this was like a stoneworks company. So probably this wasn't, you know, big pharma or the automakers. This is a stoneworks company. This is someone's hard work. It, this is yes, absolutely. It's a mom. It's probably a mom and pop shop. And you know, that's the thing that I think people don't realize. Like when you go after a big box or a huge corporation that's owned by another huge corporation, they can survive that they can survive a little bit of bad press, but I feel a company at this size, like you could be basically, um, you know, signing its death certificate by creating this whole, as you know, as uh, as the evil HR lady put it, puts it, like the mob rule, you are in essence, you can be destroying this company. And I feel like looking at the situation, it was pretty unfairly because the person wasn't fired and it was a poor text message exchange between he and his manager, but that wasn't the company decision. That was just a, a just a bad exchange. So I, that's the part I think that gets me. Maybe it is because I work for a small company, and again, I'm very passionate about what we do and uh, our, our, you know, the livelihood of, of my coworkers and employees. So uh, I feel like that's the, to me the saddest part is that this is affecting people who it shouldn't be affecting. Absolutely. I mean, you know, my father built a business from the ground up and was very successful. And thank God he's retired because in this day and age, I would worry about someone's knee jerk reaction to a half story being able to dismantle 25, 30, 35 years of someone's hard work. And this goes back to our discussion about the cancel culture and how we just, we, there's that, I love that she called it mob mentality because that's exactly what it was. It was a mob that was out for blood. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's, you know, and to me, that's the, that's the saddest part here. And I'm really glad that I did some extra research on the story because, of course, my initial reaction was, you know, hey, like that was a bad mistake by the company. This is why you check with HR or, or who made the mistake. But I'm glad I, I did some follow up research to learn like, hey, this really wasn't this, the company didn't fire the person. The company didn't make a bad decision. Uh, and but because we were, we were judged you know, we're judge, jury, and executioners out here. Uh, we made a decision to, uh, to take down the company. And now I look back and I'm like, very unfairly. So uh, know the full story before, you know, before you do anything. But also I just, ugh, my heart breaks for this company because I'm sure there's a lot of very hardworking people whose livelihoods are being affected by it. You know, here, here's the thing that I, I think since we are a human resources podcast, Here's the takeaway that I want people to leave with is that number one, uh, before you make any rash decisions about something that somebody posted on Facebook or a meme or anything like that, before you make a rash decision to question the person's either job or question anything regarding their um, commitment to the company, talk to your HR department and find out if that's the right thing to do. Do not go at it alone and make those decisions because I feel had this manager decided, you know, decided to wait and talk to HR before texting the individual, we wouldn't be in this situation. It would have just been an innocuous meme 
this person posted on Facebook. It's like yesterday's news. Uh, nobody would have picked it up. But since the manager decided to quote unquote go rogue and question, you know, basically allude to the person not having a job, it turned into this big ordeal. So HR lesson before you do anything regarding social media or any type of termination, talk to HR. I'm going to take it a step further. Yeah. I'm going to say, so let, let's look at this. This is such a huge example. Um, I mean, this is very rarely is something going to get this big and out of control. But let's look at the fact that, A, if you're a manager, if you're going to communicate to your team via text, that communication should be about simple facts. It should be about timelines. Hey, do you have this? Do you have time for a meeting? Whatever it is, you should not discuss a person's employment via text or anything that should uh, require a little bit of investigation. You shouldn't ask yep. those questions via text. Text is very dangerous. Text can be misread. Well, I would always tell people, I'm like, whatever you put in text and email, anything in writing, just imagine how it looks blown up in front of a jury or a judge. And if there, if you would be embarrassed or think that it would uh, question your uh, intentions, then don't write it down. Don't send it. <laughs> Agreed. And you and I have both used that quote a lot, especially when we were mm -hmm. training on interviewing notes. I, whenever mm -hmm. I train someone, uh, you know, a, a new hiring manager, uh, same thing. I tell them anything you commit to pen and paper or like you said uh text emails etc you you should be able to explain that in a court of law or a civil mm -hmm. court or whatever it is so it you know that's why you shouldn't go off half cock so to speak but the other thing is that's just bad leadership communicating through text about something this big if you mm -hmm. saw this as something that's big enough to uh, threaten someone's employment, then that's a conversation. If you're not over, if it's over the phone or in person, that requires human interaction for another. Right. Um, so that's just that's just bad leadership. Um, so I mean, there's there's so many things wrong here by everyone involved that it just it just simply blows my mind. But I mean, that's <laughs> it. At the end of the day. Before you do things that are any way affiliated, well, I'm going to say with work, but I think this should be a general philosophy in life, but you need sure. to look at how you're impacting others, period, dot. It's just like when you fill out a survey after you go to a restaurant and maybe they didn't have something that you like, but you trash everything. And those surveys are attached to the person that was your server or your bartender. And you're saying that my experience was terrible. They didn't help me. And really all it was is that they didn't have the impossible burger because it's in such high demand. But you just mm -hmm. you just said that the service sucked. And so that, they've got to look at that and they've got to decide whether or not to react to that. But it's so easy to just type things off and hit send or fill things out. And when you're angry and people just don't think about people because they're removed from right. the people they're impacting because they're using social media exactly. or doing things online. It seems like it does. It does seem like that. Hey, it's it's on social media. I don't see and I don't you don't see the human aspect to it. But in. And like in actuality, when you do 
that and, and give someone a, a low rating or, or, or just say that the service was terrible, that affects that person. And that, that could affect a lot of things. And I think it's always just that's good sage advice to think about, okay, what was the true issue here? And is this the right way to go about doing it? And, you know, sometimes it's just as simple as, you know, okay, the service was fine, but I was disappointed that the Impossible Burger was not available versus just saying, well, the whole experience was terrible. So I 100% agree, agree with that. And I think we've all, you know, we've all either seen it or been in the position where somebody is just highly disappointed over one thing and then they decide to take take the entire establishment down and I agree. That's that's the wrong way to do it. And you just worded that correctly. It's this whole I'm going to take everyone down mentality because I didn't get my strawberry margarita fast enough. <laughs> and it's insane. This is you and me. What do we always say? We always talk about do the right thing. The golden rule. Okay. Treat others the way you want them to be treated. Yep. And if people would go back to that simple philosophy and live their their lives, which is trying to do the right right thing, or at the very very least, take others into consideration, we wouldn't be destroying companies. Um, so it's something that now I'm feeling like I'm going to get all kumbaya -ish and throw some Grateful Dead on in the background. But you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, very well said. And, and I agree. So, you know, just be kind to one another out there. And, uh, you know, that I feel like if you are always the kind one, you'll always be the bigger person. And you know, I have to say that's the one I, I really did, whether politics aside, whether or not you like this person, when Michelle Obama, Obama said, when they go low, we go high. And always remember that. Just be the bigger person. Or as I like to say, just don't be a dick. <laughs> and there you go.